All right. Welcome, Bearcat family, and to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud, you are now tuning in to my little podcast, the A-plus podcast, where I interview people and give tips and tricks about how to succeed in the classroom and to just gain overall academic experience. Today, I'm joined with Mr. Brad Eston. It's good to have you, Brad Eston. Brad here is a... I am a junior music education major. And you are also my resident advisor. So he is the guy that is the uh, the marshal on the floor. He's the lawmaker. So, and what I kind of want to get to in this episode is how you balance that out with academics, right? Because it's not easy. Yeah. So can you just go ahead and um, just, first of all, um, like I said, uh, do area of study you know, name, you know, all the stuff that you're asked as a first year, you know, cool fact, you know, where you're from, some background, and how you eventually became an RA. Yeah. Um, so as I said, my name is Bradley Eston. Um, I'm from Quincy, Illinois. So it's about two and a half hours north of here, uh, right next to where Zane lives. Um, and so, as I said, I'm a junior music education major. Um, my main instrument is euphonium, um, which... For those of you me? that don't know, excuse um, me, a euphonium is yes, a euphonium. You made that up. No, I didn't. If I, everyone that is listening, you should go look up what a euphonium is. It is E U P H O N I U M. Thank you. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, so that's my main instrument. Um, I also play tons of other ones. Um, and my fun fact is that I'm an only child. Wow. That's, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little spoiled. Just just a little. A lot of spoiled. <laughs> a lot that's of okay. spoiled. That's okay. Hey, hey, that's, hey, yeah, that's all right. We, yeah. we need to have some only child. So I know that being an RA is very demanding. Um, so can you go into your, um, I guess, responsibilities as a resident advisor? Yeah. Um, so every week. Uh, we have we have scheduled one day um, between Sunday and Thursday, um, for which we all are scheduled to do rounds. Um, so every RA is um, we are enforced to do rounds. Not only that, but we are in charge of making sure that our floor is connecting, all the rules are being followed, um, and whatever they might be. And then we set the guidelines. So we don't do as much as a lot of people think. Where we're like, we're the court marshals, and mm-hmm. you know you can't leave your room, um, but. We're just kind of keeping charge of like making sure that everyone is comfortable and safe in their environment, um, whatever may, whatever that may be. Um, and then some other things is that we do do programs around campus. Um, so I think the our RD, our resident director, Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. If you're uh, listening to this, <laughs> um, he did his diversity carnival. Um, and then the week before that, I did my cultural and cookies. Yes, um, that was very informative. It was that we looked up fun facts, and so we, we each did. we uh, each are in charge of doing a program um, as well. Yeah, I don't. We don't do as much as a lot of people believe we do. Okay, so that leads <clears throat> me to my next question: um, How are your studies involved with being an RA? Because you are really involved yeah right yeah so on top of ra and being a music educator um i also teach at a local high school 
and I, uh, I also do a lot with the student admissions, um, giving tours, that sort of thing. And so how I usually do it is I have set hours throughout the week. Um, so usually my Monday nights are my most available. That's when I do a lot of my homework and my studies. Um, besides that, I do it whenever I have time during the day. And then Sunday, as majority of college students know, is homework day. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't even do homework that much on Sunday. Um, I practice more and I do homework at like the very end of the day. Um, but at this point, it's just trying to figure out places and time periods where you have like an hour or so just to like get a short piece of homework done. Um, I really don't have any uh, papers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all my things are like small homework assignments. Um, so like five questions to 20 questions and then that's it. Hmm. So would you say it's stressful trying to balance that out or have you kind of dealt with that? It is stressful, but I've also dealt with that because this is what I've been doing my entire, like since high school, Mm -hmm. I've always been the one that like overloads and then is very stressed at the end of the year. I'm like, why did I do that? And then the next year I do it again. And then in college, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to add on things. And then I'm in six ensembles. Um, I work with the student missions in three different jobs. Um, I'm the president of an organization, and I'm an RA. Wow. <laughs> you got a lot on your plate. I do. So I guess that leads me to my next question. How do you schedule all of your stuff? You just, because I I know that there has to be some sort of system. It's not all, you know, play it by ear and cattywampus. Well, to your surprise, Zane, everything is done in the moment. <laughs> um, I really, to be honest, as much stuff as I have, um, I kind of have a schedule, um, I guess a little bit, and I base it around my music things and everything else. It just, if it fits in between, it does. If it doesn't, well, it doesn't. Yeah. So, um, I, I should probably be having a schedule by this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, when I graduate college thing, <laughs> not now. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, do you find it hard to balance all of that out? Cause like you mentioned that your music kind of takes superiority over some things, but is there some things that you have to do before other stuff? Yeah. Um, so as much as I love to, I always want to try to put music first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there comes a point in time where I have to put being an RA first or I have to put doing something else first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I usually, um, thanks to Craig, I usually talk with him a lot to where like I can get a little uh, like extra wiggle room um, because I'm doing so much. And he kind of understands that because he was kind of in the same boat um, before he became a graduate student. Um, but yeah, so I totally forgot what I was talking about. Uh, balance. Balance. There balance. we go. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. hey, 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 you're all right. Yeah. You're right. Um, We're flying by the seat of our pants here. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it is, it is a lot to balance um, overall. And so usually it kind of rotates. The weekends are mostly my RA business things. Mm-hmm. Um, but from Monday to Friday, um, is usually all my music stuff. Um, there's an occasional Saturday where I have to like split the day in half. Uh, like this weekend, 
we had the football game and yeah. I was on duty um, for residence life. So I had to make sure that I was playing, but then also paying attention to the phone. Um, yeah, those moments where you're like, wow, I could definitely get called while I'm on the field playing. I didn't, but the thought was like, what if it happens? Yeah. Um, so do you find it like, I remember you said that you didn't want to do this in college. Are you, is it just like a pattern that you find yourself, you know, falling into, or is it a conscious decision? Um, it's both. So joining Res Life was a conscious decision, but being a part of other like ensembles and like musical things was because I couldn't say no. Mm. And I have that problem very bad. But mm-hmm. next semester, um, for the first time, I'm only going to be in two ensembles. Um, I won't console. I won't be working there next semester because they don't have marching band in the spring until mm-hmm. like late spring. So a lot of my work is going to be uh, around um, residence life and then office of admissions. So for the first time, I'm going to have a lot of time. For the first time, I'm also going to have less than like technically you can only have up to 18 credit hours. But if you add in ensembles, which aren't a credit, you have about like 26 Oof. So, like, for the first time, I'm actually only going to have, like, at most 18. Wow. So, I guess for a student that wants to get involved in a lot of stuff and still maintain, I guess, whatever backward logic of balance that you <laughs> that you have, <laughs> what I guess, what advice would you give to them to maintain that so-called balance? Or would you even discourage joining all these clubs and stuff? Um, my biggest thing of advice is to know when to say no, mm-hmm. um, because whatever you get involved with, there's going to be opportunities and they're going to ask you to do things and to have the ability to say no is going to be very helpful, helpful. Um, it's going to cause you to be less stressful and kind of balance things out a lot more. Um, but no, I do say get involved, um, but try not to overload and everyone has a different overloading, um, like point mine is like at 26 credit hours plus working like five jobs um but other people's is just like doing more than three things mm-hmm. um just and just figuring out what that is um but then to also try to avoid it so it's kind of like you have to like test the waters but then also yeah. not get too deep mm-hmm. yeah because i honestly i kind of have that feeling right now that i'm really getting into a lot of stuff you know i'm a student athlete I'm joining a fraternity here on campus. Of course, I'm running these podcasts and a whole bunch of other stuff. And there's stuff that I also want to do. And, you know, I'm juggling with that thought like, man, am I going to be physically and mentally capable for this? But I know that myself being as organized as I am, I could probably do that. But you aren't organized. (laughs) (laughs) You you aren't organized. Yeah. Um, So... I guess would is there something that you wish you would have done um in terms of maintaining I guess just college life in general to make it easier on yourself even if you even hypothetically speaking even if you didn't join all these um classes like all these millions of ensembles and all these jobs and whatnot to give you know is there something that you wanted to develop to make your life easier yeah, um, so first I'm going to, like, if I were to go back, 
and change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would start in high school because it's, it's when everything went wrong. Is um, <laughs> it, it all started from the beginning? It did. Um, to be honest, it's when I started to join um, the theater department, and Ooh, I love theater I love, to death. I love the theater. Same, but at my high school, our theater department cuts in the middle of all of our musical things so like we have marching band mm. in the middle the musical starts and then later on we have like our giant band concert um or like our giant talent show that the band performs at and then halfway through that another theater thing start mm-hmm. um so that caused me to just go with the wind because there was a bunch of stuff that was happening and i didn't know what to do um so i would have gone back and kind of try to set a schedule and probably not have done as much as i should have um and then even now um, I kind of wish freshman year, um, I would have gone a little bit more outside of my bubble. Um, being mm-hmm. in the lot forced me to kind of stay in, but also like, yeah, it mostly caused me to stay inside of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I connected with people, but like I only connected because they were in the ensemble or because mm. they were, uh involved in the office of admissions um it wasn't until like last year where i actually started to like venture out more and like actually see people besides my same like three to five friends Mm -hmm. and so now like i don't even have like an established i do have an established friend group but i have like multiple friend groups now that i can just like anytime if i'm too busy and i can't go with one because they're also busy then i go with another one Mm-hmm. Um, because I have enough people that I know, and I have some great residents who always keep me entertained. At <laughs> <clears throat> saying, um, <laughs> I I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty musical myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, we actually uh, in my room, uh, me and my girlfriend will uh, guess the song by like, because <laughs> we can't hear all of it. But we can hear like the beats, and we can hear like parts of the melody, and so we're like, hmm, what is that? And I'll just sit there for a second. Oh man, it's kind of fun. Do you have any song requests? (laughs) I might have to write them down. I'm gonna have to think on that one. Um, Is there a favorite song that you like to play on your uh, euphemism phone? Euphemism, euphonium, euphonium. Um, there is. And explain to me what um, uh, uh, a euph a euphophone. Oh you, uh, a euchre, a euchre phone, a ukulele. <laughs> Explain to me what that is exactly. <laughs> um, so euphonium, in the easiest term possible, is a higher pitched, smaller tuba. Um, so if you can imagine a tuba giving birth, <laughs> and that kid never passing the age know. of like eight. <laughs> I don't know if I ever want... I don't know if I can physically <laughs> imagine that. Everything, everyone on this podcast, I want you to imagine that. <laughs> and that is what a euphonium is. No, uh, yeah, it's basically just oh, like man. a... It's basically like a tenor tuba. Um, it's about like... It's it's half the size of a tuba. Um, huh. But it has like the sound of a trombone, kind of. So, it's like a mix. But I can also do... I can do things that both a trombone and a tuba can do. How does one go about getting introduced to the the youth the euphonium the euphonium the well, euphonium <laughs> well uh we can all thank my high school director um mr matthew gabriel um 
Is Basically. There, is there anything else we want to say to the uh, the department? Say hi to anybody? Hey, hey, uh, Kathy, if you ever watch this, this is my favorite music director. And uh, Miss Buckley, you know, shout out to y'all. But um, basically, it was that um, I sucked at the trumpet. So maybe I should give a shout out to you. Um, um, and so here I am as a junior specializing in euphonium. Um, I still have to, I still know all the others uh, of the brass instruments, but I spend majority of my time on the euphonium. And now, I'm, I, now I don't suck as much on the trumpet. Um, so I guess, would you encourage people to get into music? Can I cuss on this? I mean, <laughs> within reason. If I say the H word, is that okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yes, get involved. <laughs> Hell yeah, get involved with music. Yeah. Um, so whatever way, like, even if it's just like singing um, on your own, even if it's uh, singing in our choir playing an instrument, doing your own thing. Like Zane plays guitar mm-hmm. in his room. Um, we have p- pianos on campus, just like going in there and just like faking, like you know what you're doing. That's <laughs> fine. Um, and then there's even going to be like opportunities for like new things um, to come about. Um, we're in the process of getting something new started. I'm not going to say what that is, but... Spoiler. Yeah, stay tuned for like a bunch of emails from a couple of people if this thing gets going. Um, it's going to be a community-wide thing instead of just like... Ooh. Yeah, so... Mm. So, what... So, you are a big uh, proprietor of music. That's That has been established. Yes, sir. So, for the common student, how would you invite them to introduce music into their I guess life not only socially but academically yeah um so majority of us anyways we listen to music on the daily mm-hmm. um one way or another and so with that um we have our this is going to be a little bit of psych psychology um, but we have our different moods and inside those different moods we have music that um is also connected with that um so surprisingly a lot of my high energy stuff is more of my like faster classical jazz um a little bit of rap in there too um but when i get angry i would much rather listen to like rap because it seems it gets me more energized um and so just finding those different moods of what connects you with that music. A lot of the time, if you're not a music guy major, and even if you are, um, you're going to use classical music as a way for you to study, um, especially if it's calm, um, like mm-hmm. Beethoven, um, not except for Beethoven's ninth. Um, yeah, <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, um, but like Beethoven using some Bach. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I used to have a playlist of just like study classical Tchaikovsky? music. Yes. Uh, kind of, it, de- it depends. It seems, it seems a bit. Yeah. Tchaikovsky was pretty um, yeah. a warmonger. Yeah. If I you feel. really if you really want to get into it, you, could, you should listen to uh, Igor Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring. I don't know if you've ever heard it. I, I don't. I'm going to have to, I guess, look it up now. It, it's not study music at all. It's, yeah. Well, when I study, I personally, on Spotify, I have a, a playlist that Spotify puts out called uh, jazz for study. Yes, I've seen and that. I just i I keep it, you know, at a mellow tone so that mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, toe tapping to it and <laughs> really, you know, 
actually listening to it and appreciating it, but just to um, foster that, you know, brain growth. Yeah. Um, so, Brad, I have a special request from a, um, a good friend of mine from Alpha Delta Gamma, my, oh my. Uh, fraternity, uh, Tristan. Uh, what's going on? Hey, Tristan. Um, so, Bishop Brad. Yes, my <laughs> nickname. I, w- <laughs> I was asked if you can sing some gospel oh for gosh. us. Um, <laughs> you don't have to, but... Tristan's going to be very upset. That is true. Um, especially if I had my uh, one of my best friends and sidekicks, Kyle Huntley, here. <laughs> this would be twice as good. Um, but, you know, I'll start off with a little scripture. Um, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach. Um, and as an old Negro spiritual, um, wait in the water, wait in the water. Okay, I gotta stop right there because I'm about to catch the spirit. Um, oh man! But speaking oh. of speaking of gospel, that might be the thing I was talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, look! If you guys want a, a pod, a, a separate podcast specifically for Brad singing gospel music. Please let the media, MCK media, know because I think that we could really get it going. If- I I also agree. We were also going to me and my friends are going to start a podcast at the beginning of the year, um, and it's literally going to be of our reactions to things and just like us literally like sitting around and just our like our weekly conversations. Yeah, um, they kind of get off hand because. Yeah, then we forgot that we were on podcast at one point, <laughs> and then it became unusable. Yes, and then like every single one of them, like after like fifteen minutes, they're just like bleep, bleep, yeah. cussing, Curs- cursing like yep. sailors. Someone's name. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. I with that, I do want to say that this podcast room is open for anybody to make podcasts. Um. So if you potentially want to make your own podcast about whatever, you know piques your interest you know if you are into classical music like brad or if you are into sports you can talk to jamari or you know if you just want to talk about how you're feeling and about how you know other people might find refuge in how you're feeling and how you're dealing with it you could you could do something like that for sure i have a question what if i were to start a music podcast that is centered around like me and another person different whenever I do like do the podcast, Mm -hmm. but us like listening to certain pieces of music and like just talking about them. Go, go for it. Really? I wouldn't, I would encourage you to do that. I got you. Okay. Um, so Brad, uh, one thing that I want to ask you to kind of shift more to the academic side. Mm-hmm. Um, how are your, how do you personally um, make an effort to stay on top of your stuff? Cause I, cause I know you said you have that hour set aside, which is awesome. And that I encourage everybody to do really actually physically set time away to do your homework and to get it done and distract take off all distractions shut your 
shut your phone off or maybe not off, but just on silent, create it to where you're only focusing on that homework. So aside from that, Brad, how do you stay on top of all of your classes? Um, so I always keep a thought in the back of my head. Um, that kind of forces me to stay on top. Um, and that, that's mostly surrounded around my family. Um, my dad and my grandma, um, I am a first generation in my, like in my immediate family, Mm -hmm. um, as someone who's gone to college. And so, um, I always think about like my dad's like, whatever you do, you have time. Um, so kind of keeping something in the back of your mind always, that's going to like force you to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and remind yourself that there are people that are all around that are kind of just out there rooting for you, but also wanting the best. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how I stay on top of that. Also, I just, I also have people that bug me. I tell people <laughs> to like, when we have assignments, if mm-hmm. I don't remember it, then they need to like scream at me until yeah. like I actually do it. Um, and shout out to my girlfriend, uh, Kay Aloha, um, who anytime like I have homework, she's always like, get it done. <laughs> like now. Yeah. Um, so you just actually brought up a really interesting part, you being as a first generation college student, how has that, I guess, influenced how you just normally think about college? Um, so I was like, Hey man, I didn't have any idea. Um, my dad was like, Oh yeah, it's going to be fun, but it's also going to be hard. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't really have that much cause he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's kind of hard. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Can we come back to this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could circle back for sure. Okay. Um, so you are a junior, right? Mm-hmm. And a first generation junior. So what advice would you give for first generation college students to transition into doing the college thing. Yeah. Um, trust your gut, but also listen to others. Um, mm. There comes a point in time where other people kind of know, and it's okay that you don't know. Um, and just to kind of listen to others, kind of lend an ear. But then there's also that point in time where it's like, you know yourself and you know what you're capable of. Um, and so that also goes back all the way back into like overloading. Like, you know when you're going to overload. Um, so, yeah, it's so again, just trust yourself, trust your gut, but then also have an ear open to people around you who maybe have like have family generations that have gone to McKendree or wherever they may have gone, um, but they just have people mm-hmm. out there. And take advantages of the services that are offered here at McKendry. Yeah, we have a we have a lot. Yeah, we so have. so many. Let alone uh, the teachers. Let alone will yeah. you know take the shirt off their back. For exactly. Sure. Shout out to uh, Martha Patterson, Doctor Martha Patterson, um, my first English teacher here, who kind of just like pushed me to the max. And mm-hmm. also shout out to all my music professors. You know, Doctor McDonald, Doctor Marbell, Doctor Irma, <laughs> Professor Kibler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's too many of you guys, but. Yeah, I I really encourage everybody listening, every every student listening to uh, foster that relationship with your professors and really, you know, take the time to immerse yourself in these classes because that's it's in in my point of view, 
being at college is your job. Yeah. You know, in, in many ways, if you have a part-time job, you take it as seriously as, you know, college. So I guess take it serious. Um, you know, try to go to class, but you know, I have those days, you have those days, Brad, where you just really don't want to. Yeah. And like, even now, um, I know that they're coming out with like mental health days. Um, Mm -hmm. so hopefully, hopefully McKenzie incorporates those. Um, but then hopefully like the students don't abuse them. Um, but with those mental health days, I really hope that it kind of helps because as you said, Zane, like they're, there are countless days where we're all just like, I don't want to go to class or mm-hmm. I'm just feeling depressed and I don't want to be around people. Mm-hmm. But then you have to make the decision because sometimes whatever job you're going to, especially mm-hmm. on the educator side, like, yeah. there's going to be days where I'm going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and be like, wow, I could just really quit teaching right now. <laughs> yes. But it's, it's all for, there's always something that you should be going for, um, whether it be like another person, your students, your life, whatever, just mm-hmm. have a goal. And shout out to all the educators. Yeah. Shout out all the educators. It's 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 a labor of love yeah. for sure. Sometimes you, I wonder how they do it. Yeah, and you, I'm going into that profession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get enough credit, especially my mother, Kendra Phillips. You do awesome work. Yeah. She is a high school biology teacher. Shout out a Sh- biology and Shout sciences. out to you. I don't know you. I'd love to meet you, though. <laughs> all right, Brad. As we're wrapping up here, do you have any final parting words for the the audience and prospective students or just anything in general? Um, be you first off. Very important. Um, I agree. Yeah. I don't think we hear that enough anymore Mm -hmm. really, but be you. And then also get involved with something besides what you're normally get outside of your comfort zone. Um, I never would have thought I would have been an RA and here I am. Mm-hmm. That's first semester as an RA. Um, so step out your comfort zone. If you're an athlete, do something that's not athletic. Um, if mm-hmm. you're a musician, do something outside of musician because it's very easy to slip into those little cracks and never leave again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do something different. Well, Brad, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yes. I had a wonderful time. And if the listeners want to hear more advice from RAs or just more of Brad. If the demand for Brad is high, I might have him on again. Listen, I hope so, Zane. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get my own thing started. Oh yeah. That'd be fun, honestly. All right, Bearcat family. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next time on the A plus podcast. Go Bearcats.